Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is August 27th. Today we're going to continue on Nephi's journey. Here in Helaman chapter 10, if you'll remember, after the people started to go their own way, Nephi began to walk home. And as he was walking home, he heard a voice come unto him and give him an incredible blessing, a blessing that he would be blessed forever, that he would be made mighty in word, in deed, in faith, in works, and that everything that he said would be done according to his words. And then if you'll notice at the very end of verse five, it says, for thou shalt not ask that which is contrary to my will. Now we talked about that blessing yesterday and we talked about how that blessing came because of the Lord's trust in him, because Nephi had shown that he would put his life and his will aside in order to do God's will. But today let's take a look more at what this blessing entails. It says that anything that Nephi asks will be done according to Nephi's will. And God says that he can give him that blessing because he knows Nephi. He knows his heart. He knows his mind. And he knows that Nephi would never ask for anything that God would not want him to ask. Then let's go on and it says, Behold, thou art Nephi, and I am God. Behold, I declare it unto thee in the presence of mine angels, that ye shall have power over this people, and smite the earth with famine, and with pestilence, and destruction, according to the wickedness of this people. Behold, I give unto you power, that whatsoever ye shall seal on earth, shall be sealed in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth, shall be loosed in heaven, and thus ye shall have power among this people. Now what struck me this time as I was reading this scripture, and as I was talking it over with my husband, I have oftentimes always thought of that promise, that power to seal on earth and have it be sealed in heaven and loose on earth and have it be loosed in heaven. In my mind, that was always only related to covenants, to ordinances, to the sealing power of the temple. But what I love here is that we see that there is so much more to that power. In the guide to the scriptures, it says that sealing means to make valid in heaven what is performed by authority on earth. Now, while that is absolutely 100% true of the covenants and ordinances of the gospel, it's interesting that it is also true of other things. God has so much trust in Nephi that whatever Nephi says, God will seal with authority. God will put his stamp of approval on whatever Nephi says because Nephi has proven himself to be so trustworthy and so in line with God's will. I think that's incredible. Heavenly Father tells him that he has power over the people and power over the earth, that he can cause famine and pestilence and destruction. If you'll remember, Elijah the prophet, who we often speak of as being associated with that sealing power, had this same gift and power given to him. In 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 1, it talks about how he commanded that the heavens would be sealed and that there would be a drought and a famine on the earth until he said otherwise. He caused that. He sealed the heaven with this same power, with this same trust that God had in him. And it's that same trust that God is putting in Nephi right now. In fact, if we go on in verse 8, it says, And thus, so because of this power that I have just given you, if ye shall say unto this temple, it shall be rent in twain, 
it shall be done. And if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou cast down, and become smooth, it shall be done. And behold, if ye shall say that God shall smite this people, it shall come to pass. And now, behold, I command you that ye shall go and declare unto this people that thus saith the Lord God, who is almighty, except ye repent, ye shall be smitten, even unto destruction. So that is quite the promise and quite the command that the Lord gives and quite the faith that he had in Nephi to know that he would not take advantage of that gift, that he would not say anything that God would not say, that he would not command anything that God would not command, and he would not will anything that God would not will. And so Nephi goes back. He goes back and he finds that same group of people and he commands exactly what the Lord says. In verse 14, he says, Except ye shall repent, thus saith the Lord, ye shall be smitten even unto destruction. Now here's what I love. The people were angry and they wanted to cast him into prison. But look what happens. But behold, the power of God was with him and they could not take him to cast him into prison. For he was taken by the Spirit and conveyed away out of the midst of them. Just like what happened to the Savior when the Pharisees tried to throw him off a cliff. And Nephi has that same power. What struck me today as I was reading these verses was Nephi, this Nephi, is really an unsung hero of the Book of Mormon. We talk so much about the goodness and righteousness of Nephi and of Alma and King Benjamin and rightly so. These men were incredible. And we talk about them like they're heroes all the time. But this Nephi, the one that the Lord knew and trusted enough to say, hey, whatever your will is, go for it. Make it happen. I will approve of whatever you say because I know you and I know that your will aligns so closely to my will. Wow, what an incredible man Nephi was. What a hero. What a spiritual powerhouse that was so powerful for me as I was reading today. Now, the question in my mind was, how do I gain the Lord's trust? Now, I don't think I want this power. I don't think I want this kind of trust that the Lord would seal anything that I said that's with great power comes great responsibility, and that's too much responsibility for me. But (laughs) how do I obtain the Lord's trust? How do I align my will with his in such a way that the Lord knows he can trust me with his work? As I was thinking about that today, I reflected back on what we learned about yesterday with Nephi. The scriptures say that the Lord was blessing him because he was unwearing in all that he did. He was consistent in his efforts. It also says that he had not sought his own life, but sought God's will. So as we seek God's will over our own, we begin to develop trust with the Lord. I was also thinking about how important it is to follow the promptings that God gives us, that when he gives us a task or when he gives us a prompting and we follow it, how much it allows him to trust us for the next time, because he knows that we'll hearken to his voice. He knows that we'll listen and he knows that we'll obey. Sister Craig, in a talk called Spiritual Capacity, said, When you receive promptings and then act with intention, the Lord can use you. The more you act, the more familiar the voice of the Spirit becomes. 
you will increasingly recognize God's guidance and that he is willing to reveal his mind and will. If you delay, you might forget the prompting or miss the chance to help someone for God. So that's one way that we can develop trust from our Father in heaven. We can put ourselves in a place in our lives where we can hear his promptings. And then we take courage and act on those promptings so that he knows that when he speaks, we will listen and obey. The other thing that I thought when I was thinking about how we can build trust with our Father in heaven is that Heavenly Father will learn to trust us as we learn to trust him. How often do you trust someone who doesn't trust you back? Not very often. It's usually a two-way street. As we learn to trust in God with all our heart, might, mind, and strength, then he can begin to place his trust in us as well. My friends, I don't really want this power (laughs) that Nephi was given, but I do want the trust of the Lord. I do want our wills to be in line. And I want him to know that if he speaks, that I will listen and obey. I believe that there are things that we can do in our lives to better create that trust between us. But I also believe that as we speak to our Father in heaven and ask what we can do to better build that relationship of trust, that he will teach us, that he will guide us, and he'll inspire us with the things that each of us personally and individually need to do. And that as we hear him and as we respond, that will be the first step. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to subscribe, to like, to comment, and to share. This has been Come Follow Me Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. Hansen.